Welcome to Didn't Hate It Movie Podcast. I'm your host today, Josiah. Uh, we got a great show for you. We're going to talk about the Dungeons and Dragons Honor Amongst Thieves movie. Among Thieves? Among. among Thieves among, movie. Yes. Among, uh, yes. And, no so I'm joined today with our lovely guest. <laughs> just one. Just one. <laughs> no, no more guests. Just, just one of them. Um, Steven's with us Hello. Uh, by popular demand. Uh a returning favorite, as always, me. Here I am. Um, oh yeah, Lewis. Yeah, and he's here. And then we also have returning for another time, Nathaniel. <laughs> <laughs> Who's introducing me? Was I, were you going to introduce me, or I, it's not in the contracts? So it doesn't matter. Um, so, anyways, um, so wait, yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Don't look into <laughs> working allowed, laws, guys. We're only allowed a certain amount of words per minute. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Very true. Um, so make them count. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, we got a pretty cool show today. We are going to jump into the Dungeons and Dragons movie, and I'm not going to say the full subtitle every single time because it's kind of a dumb name. Yeah, so we might just yeah. call it the D and D movie. That's probably yeah, what I'm going to say. Yeah, I'm going to refer to it as D and D, not to be confused with actual D and D, which we have been known to play around here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I think honestly, in this group, probably the most experienced is what. Nathaniel. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I thought also, it'd be funny. Steven's been the d- dungeon master much more often, though. That's true, yeah. but he doesn't read the like rule books at night with a headlamp. <laughs> the, the sacred text. The sacred, <laughs> the sacred text at night. Um, so you're pretty uh, well versed in D and would say. Uh, right? Yes, somewhat. Yeah. Yes. So we're gonna get started with our non-spoiler review. So if you haven't seen it, this is still safe. We're not gonna spoil anything. If you're worried about it being spoiled. Well, it's a D&D movie. I feel like you should just get over it, but I I digress. Uh, we'll get into our initial, how we felt about the movie. And the way we do this here, y'all know, because y'all are returning guests for some reason, we do the didn't hate it system. So I'll go first. I didn't hate it. The inflection matters, yeah. too. So uh, Didn't hate it. Um, I also didn't hate it. it was fun. Mm. Didn't hate it. Wow. Yeah. We got a nice spectrum of didn't hate it. So yeah. Too. That's good. Overall, it was, it was I, I'm in the positive, right? Yeah, same, um, same. Yeah, I think it was a fun movie to watch, maybe once or twice with friends, mm. and not necessarily something I would want to watch repeatedly by myself. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. yeah I thought the cast was really good, um, and I, I think the movie would be really good if it was called Dragon Fun Time. Yeah. Fantasyland instead of Dungeons and Dragons. Well, it had some like it had some good quips, but yeah. there were moments yeah. where I was like, "Ah, oh, this is yeah." They made a joke there, okay. Like yeah, you know, but like I feel like they did kind of like spoil some of the best stuff like in the trailers. They absolutely like, did. The mm-hmm. Five question thing. There was, was that. Yes. Yeah, there was that really weird trailer <laughs> with the honest trailers guy. Yeah, I didn't yeah. understand that at all. And that was weird because it's like you only hear that voice if he's being sarcastic and making fun of a movie. But that wasn't the case in the trailer. Ooh. He was just like he's being just like, it. yeah, he's like, it's an adventure you can't wait to see. And I'm like, what's the joke? Yeah. I'm waiting for it. Yeah, like uh, I felt everyone was pretty good except for Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, like, that hurts my heart. Yeah, I I tend to agree, but I love that lady. Yeah, like, <laughs> like it felt like her line, her one liners were supposed to be like funny and like punchy, but like the way she delivered, like, oh, she did turn into a deer. I I mean, I know you're right, but I found that to be kind of extra funny just because of how deadpan. I know that wasn't on purpose, but like it was incredibly deadpan. So, but yeah, so you got uh, Michelle Rodriguez is in this, uh, just a gem. Chris Pine, also a gem, I would say. 
Uh, Just- Justice Smith. Less of a gem, but I, I enjoy him. I yeah. I am starting to not hate him. Well, I thought he was good in this. I yeah. can't really think of anything else that I liked him in, though. I liked him in Detective Pikachu. I mean, he was I fine. I feel like he's okay. okay in Detective Pikachu, but it's like he's at the beginning of Detective Pikachu, there's a moment where he answers his phone and he's just like, hmm, I have six missed calls. Oh, my goodness. It's <laughs> yeah. like, Whoa. He, he's got the Jai Courtney stink to me. Like, right. he's not particularly bad, but he's not particularly good. But somehow he's like the main supporting character in every big franchise. So who is his father and why yeah. are they getting him at this job? You know? Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, so you got <laughs> Justice Smith, um, Sophie Lillis, Sophie, yes. what, Sophie Lillis, Lillis. Yeah. What? <laughs> we also so have Hugh Grant. Lillis. You have Hugh Grant, yes. Uh, who is the bad guy? Uh, one of like one of the bad, guys. bad guy, <laughs> bad guy puppet. I don't know. I don't uh, think so. Anyways, that was that's not a spoiler. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he's like a puppet type guy, not like an actual puppet. That would that would have been <laughs> kind of funny though. <laughs> But yeah, um, I think it did some interesting things with um, the story. So we like to play a game here where I just put Lewis on the spot and say, what's the plot? Uh, well, two thieves, Helga and uh, I forgot Chris Pine. Chris Ed. Ed. Edgen. 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 They just escaped from prison and they want to see their daughter. But uh, kind of spoilery, Hugh Grant has sort of brainwashed their daughter into thinking that they abandoned her. Yeah. So they go on a quest and assemble a team to get their daughter back. Yeah. And then uh, that's pr- shenanigans ensue with. Is that spoiler? What? Shenanigans? Re- with Red Wizards? Oh, no, I don't think well, that's. Well, that's spoiler. in the trailer. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think that's all. I, yeah. Honestly, the trailers gave too much away. Mm. Yeah. Like you said, the, there's the five question joke. Yeah. That's the best joke in the entire I movie. I mean, I think the whole, like. Because they extend that scene yeah. with like the other dead bodies, I think that whole scene works. Yeah, yeah. It, I felt like that was a fun way to tell that story and just yeah. show it in, on screen as well with yeah. how it's happening. Yeah. I've also done that in D and D, probably in some of your sessions, like the whole five questions and then waste them all. Then go, uh, all right, I'm digging another one up. <laughs> Why'd you say okay? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> In. What's two plus two? I'm bad at math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. I felt that on a spiritual level, <laughs> but yeah, that's probably going to be my dying words. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, what were kind of the standouts for y'all? Still in the non-spoiler region, like what? Um, as a D and D aficionado, uh, what do you think? D and D aficionado. Uh, if that's a word. If yeah. that is a word, <laughs> uh, I would say the wild shaping that was fun. Yeah, uh, I. I don't know if the bugbear, uh, the uh, owlbear, owlbear. Yeah. The owlbear is something she can turn into, but I think it's cool <laughs> and I'm fine with it. You know that there's a DM in the room when you just hear someone go, I don't know if that's in the rules. <laughs> I don't know if it's in the rules, well, but it's cool. Because like, I know some people when the movie was coming out like complained about that, but yeah. my stance on it was... It really depends on who the DM yeah. is in that campaign. I feel yes. like Steven would let that I happen. I would let that slide. Steven like, would, yeah. Nathaniel never would. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you'd probably like cut the stats in half, right? Like, uh, be like, hey. I, I feel like I would let it happen if it sounded cool enough, and you if ma- maybe they fought a owl bear before and then they defeated it. Yeah. That, if it was sense. our friend Wesley, he can do anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> Wesley can do anything. Yeah, if it's our friend Kyle, no, that, no. that's not gonna fly. <laughs> no, no, I would, I would grab the dungeon master guy to say. 
dope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you wouldn't even show. You just hit him with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what D&D is all about. Hitting your friends. Yeah. With books. With, with books. books. <laughs> yeah. um, that's why they sell so many. He threw the book at him, literally. <laughs> but yeah, one of the standout things, which is kind of weird that I just want to talk about a little bit. Uh, in the credits, it does say Hasbro's Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah. Which is... You know, I, Hasbro it, owns D and D, right? They like do, because it was, but it was like Wizards very recently, yeah. like incredibly recently. Well, because it was owned by Wizards of the Coast, and then they Wizards was bought by Hasbro. Hasbro. Yeah, um, and then there was that whole situation with the uh, gaming license that happened. That yep. they were like, actually, we're sorry. Yeah, <laughs> they, they were like, we still like y'all playing our game and making us money, so we're not gonna yeah. be balls. Um, you know, it's a business thing, but it's just one of those things that anytime I see it and it's like, I wonder how it's going to play in like 20 years when like people don't remember that Hasbro did not have it for long. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's Hasbro's D&D. But I think that kind of is why this movie exists. Yeah. I think um, if it wasn't for the Hasbro thing, we probably wouldn't see a movie like this, at least not on a well, budget I, this scale. I know that like... Um, like Joe Manganiello, who's like a huge mm -hmm. D&D guy, like had written a D&D &D script at one point, but I guess that never happened. But what is kind of funny is I don't know if y'all noticed this, but Tom Morello, who's the lead guitarist for uh, Rage Against the Machine, who's also, he's in Joe Manganiello's D&D group, mm -hmm. was one of the peasants in the movie. When you uh, see I like see the that. treasure falling, he's like, oh, wow. And, like, he runs <laughs> away. I'm like, wow, Tom Morello got a cameo in this. Wow. I thought that was interesting. That makes me hope that we get cameos and stuff one day. Yeah. Just yeah. like random stuff. <laughs> I honestly, I was kind of hoping like someone from Critical Role would get a cameo. Yeah, like a Matt, Matt Mercer. Matt Mercer, yeah, or something. Tom Morello, right? and he's like, that is treasure. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> you would think like, well, I, okay, maybe not in this movie. Like this movie just felt like, like I liked it, right? So positive overall. But like it felt like kind of a generic story. And then I think it, one of you said like, it was really someone had a fantasy idea, and then they said, "Oh, we just got the rights to D and D. Yeah, it's yeah. like let's go for it. Yeah, Displacer Beast, slap that. Yes, thing. yeah. yeah. Uh, tiefling put horns on her. Done. Yeah, the girl from it. Yeah, just put some horns on her. It's some barb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, different barb than what you're thinking though. Well, yeah. Bev. That's why uh, her name's not Barb. I said Barb before, and you're like, who is Barb? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, I think overall, you have any uh, other non-spoiler thoughts? Um, I was really surprised by the action. Like it was really well choreographed. Yeah. Like Michelle a, Rodriguez was really good. Yeah, great in all the action. And then there's that one part where like she puts on a helmet and stuff, and I was like, she got tired and her body double had to take yeah. over. Mm. <laughs> uh, I did see an interview where she said that like most of her fighting because of like insurance reasons she can't fight anymore. So uh, she was like, yeah, most of my fighting is just my wasn't her. Yeah, yeah. She was like, I'm just there to, which like, is most people, but yeah, yeah, maybe we're spoiled by the Tom Cruises that just maybe. strapped themselves just to rockets. Jump out of, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I think uh, Reggae Sean Page, which I think is how you say his name, the Paladin. I thought he was a pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. I wish we saw more of him. Like yeah. he was in the final battle. Honestly, yeah. yeah. I, he, I wish he would have stuck with them because like. He he could have been like the moral compass that kind of like helps the gr guide the group, and then Chris Pine's character could have been the like bard leader, which I like that mm -hmm. too. That he was a bard, and is he a bard though? I we think. Um, <laughs> yeah. I miss, so I think it's very clear that he's a bard, but I'm not so bright, and I thought he was a uh, rogue. Well, because like I don't think this gets into spoilers, but it's like he kind of plays him like a rogue. He plays him so, exactly yeah. like even he's in the first five minutes. Uh, yeah, he has a loot, and that's the only thing that, like, to me, that and he talks a lot, but all rogues talk a lot, yeah. too, let's be honest. Um, 
but like everything we see in the flashbacks when he's telling the this like council we'll get in that in the spoiler version but when he's telling the council about like what how he got here he's just a rogue but he plays a loot and he has no spells what's up no spells. i guess like a bard is more like sellable than a rogue for some reason well, it's bard, called honor it's like pop popular or something like, yeah i guess, I guess but isn't it called honor amongst thieves or yeah. whatever it's called among thieves among thie- <laughs> amongst among <laughs> amongulus amongulus thieves yeah. <laughs> honestly i would go see that yeah. <laughs> amongulus thieves we'd, we'd, we'd do a review yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, that's the only thing is i thought i cuz i'm you know no big brain i got little brain i thought oh clearly he's the thief the thief and then every, <laughs> he's a singular thief and everyone else is like the cool characters right there'll be a bard there'll be a paladin there's really, I mean, it was, he was the bard, Michelle Rodriguez is the barbarian, and I thought she did it well, although I did tell Lewis I don't know if she's best known for her acting. Well, mm. I don't, was she a barbarian or was she a fighter? A uh, barbarian, I think. She was a barbarian? Yeah, the way, yeah, some, I, I don't even know how I know that, but the clans. Yeah, um, that, that makes That kind of, but again, like, the the way that some of the classes are, are played kind of confused, not confused me, but made me go, this isn't really D anD D. It's just kind of close because even the paladin, he did a couple things like he he made his weapon his holy weapon, yeah. yes. which is a paladin thing. But they never say it and they never draw any attention to it. So like you could still do that in a movie, not called D anD D. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> well, it's like with the him making his weapon a holy weapon to fight the undead. I, I thought that works. I don't think he really needs to say much about it other yeah. than just yeah. do it because we saw him do it and it was obvious like, oh, he just did something magic with his weapon. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would be cool with it, but like my biggest thing overall, like the biggest negative is they don't really take the license of D and D and do anything like incredibly like, oh, we need the license of D and D to make this movie like this. Right. And that's an example mm-hmm. of it. There's a lot of others like I was talking about the mimic. Um I don't really like it. Y'all sounded like y'all kind of liked it, that it kind of fit the D&D world for y'all. Yeah, I liked well, it. I thought yeah. it worked pretty So that's well. good, yeah. I, inside that <laughs> one scene, uh, it's in the trailer, so I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you have the mimic, and you we see that other people have boxes. They find boxes, and then they run into a box, and it's a mimic. That seems D&D to me. That seems yeah. like it That's fair. It's just it was in a maze that was being publicized, and I won't get, like, spoilery, but it's... I say being publicized, like everyone in the city's watching it, and that is what doesn't feel particularly D and D to me. Just because, I know half the time we get the whole city to watch us, but that's because when we play D and D, but we play D and D badly. Yes, <laughs> but no, I <laughs> just mean uh, to relate it to the actual brand of D and D. It just felt like everything they did, you could have just done it in a f- generic fantasy thing, and probably would have been a little more creative. Um, so I don't know. I just wasn't satisfied with like, uh, like I'm not saying you have to explain every D and D mechanic. I just feel like you could have done it without any of the D and D mechanics because they mm. pretty much did. They they didn't really involve much. Um, they did get into the lore a little bit, um, but yeah, I think uh, on that note we'll go into our spoiler section. So if you have not seen it and you actually care, good for you. Uh, now we're in spoilers. So yeah, uh, Michelle Rodriguez dies. She does. And then she gets better. She gets better. <laughs> that was weird to me because, like, she died and then and then Chris Pratt or Chris Pratt. Chris Pine. <laughs> Chris one Pratt of, shows one of the up. Chris Pies. Yeah. Like, Chris Pine, our boy, the Pine. Yeah. Um, the, the Pine. Yeah, the Pine. Mighty Pine. Yep. 
pine tree. Anyway. <laughs> um, he's got this tablet that can like bring people back from the dead or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And like his mm-hmm. whole like mission was to try to bring his wife back. Yeah. Right. But who died like 15 years yeah, ago, by the way. But his daughter never knew the mom because she was like a baby when this happened or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know, fast forward to the end, and Michelle Rodriguez is dead. And now he's like, oh, I got to choose. Do I do I bring my wife back or do I bring back this woman who raised my, my, daughter. my daughter? And then he asks his daughter and she's like, yeah, just bring her back. I'm like, well, yeah, yeah she's going to say that because she didn't <laughs> know yeah, the yeah. other woman. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but but to his daughter, that uh, Michelle Rodriguez, that is her mom. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's who she grew up with and who she knew as her mom figure. Yeah. Which honestly, not going to lie, like there was like a, at some point in that scene – it did hit me a little bit because I was like, yeah, she's kind of, you know. Yeah, I will say I don't like it when we bring people back from the dead. We just talked about a movie yeah. the other day about that. Um, I like consequence and I like finality. Yeah. But I did like when they do bring her back and she's like, D- you didn't waste it on me, did you? And then yeah. there's like one moment like where she, I don't know if she's saying anything or if it's just like her face. But like it's really good because yeah. like she realizes she has worth to them. Mm-hmm. And it was like really subtle. Yeah, I do feel like. That was the one time she learned how to act in a movie. <laughs> but also, like, <laughs> yeah, if, like, some, like, other movies, like, when a character dies and it comes back, there's, like, no consequence. But I feel like yeah. with this, like, there was a consequence because, like, he couldn't bring back his wife. And there's still, like, that loss in him. That's fair. It, it's a little consequence. And it did at least build the character. And I guess, I don't know if we'll get a sequel and we'll actually get to see. Uh, I keep calling her Letty. So that's just what we're going to call her. Uh, uh Michelle Rodriguez, keep building her character because, like, I think she's going to wind up being a little softer of a character if there is a sequel. And that could be fun to see, you know? Yeah. Maybe her acting chops will come out because I guarantee you she's got them. I don't know if she's displayed a lot of them in this movie, but. Yeah. Has she done anything else besides Fast and Furious in this? Uh, she did Lost. She's in SWAT. Uh, Resident Evil, the first one. Well, hmm. well, they brought her back. Oh really? Bring her back at one point. I like only watched one. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. I'll have to watch they that just one. Kill her again, so it doesn't yeah. matter. Like, yeah. <laughs> They're like, guess who's here? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> guess who's not? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, she's. I actually really like to see her in movies because she's like kind of the female version of uh, Batista. But where not as great as an actor. Yeah. Well, no, but like she had. Well, I don't know. Lost. If you watch the the parts that she's in in Lost, she's actually really really good. Mm. Like phenomenal. But oh, also she was in Avatar. Oh yeah, the she first was, Avatar. She was in the first also one, yeah. dies. Oh yeah. yeah. But they can bring her back as a blue person. Yeah, yeah. that's Why true. I guess the government was like, yeah, but she's on the wrongs. Yeah, let's not, <laughs> yeah. not do that. I mean, we'll bring back uh, the Colonel guy, yeah. but we won't bring back. Uh, Ed, I keep wanting to call her names that are not her name. <laughs> I was gonna say Anna Sophia. Is that her name from Lost? I don't know. Maybe. We're not gonna bring back Helga again. <laughs> not gonna bring back Helga. That's her name in this. Holga. Um, Holga. Holga. Um, but I really liked her as a barbarian type. I yeah. thought I thought she was a uh, pretty yeah. cool. I do like cool. the fight. Um, I like the fight at the beginning when the dude's got the axe and he's about to chop their heads off. Yeah, and then she's asking him all those questions. Yeah. She's like, then, "What do you wash it with?" Yeah. Like the linseed oil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's and like, "Well, you should do it like once a week, not once a month." <laughs> yeah, and he's like, oh, really? I don't know. Yeah. And then yeah, she's like, "All right, well, let's I, get to it." <laughs> what I do love about it is like. 
during the fight, he's trying to like cut his, you know, bonds yeah. or whatever on yeah. like the stool. And like every once in a while, she'll just be like, Rah! like, is she trying to rage? Because <laughs> like, it's, it's not working. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I thought that was funny because that's kind of how I play D&D and I've gotten in trouble for playing that way because in, D- in combat, you're not really supposed to be like trying to get loose and like trying to pick things up. You're really fighting. That's what yeah. you're doing. And DMs will punish you if <laughs> if you don't. But I really I kind of appreciated that because I'm the Chris Pine of most of our campaigns. <laughs> I say helpful words and then I but cut you, myself free. You, you have spells left. I have spells left. That's all you. Yeah. I don't think you. Uh, I don't. I don't know if you've ever used like a physical a melee like, weapon. weapon. So it's really funny. We we played with someone that for several years, like real life years. I was a bard and this person was a bard, and that never used they, spell. they never knew that they had spells because it was their first time playing the game and for years it was for years time. yeah and it's yeah. like for years and i'm like i've never drawn a melee weapon as a bard because why do you need to your spells are way better thing. yeah this person just played like chris pine but didn't yes. know that like they had magic like spells yeah. are an option so yeah. like <laughs> so like on one hand it kind of bugs me that like chris pine is a bard but has no spells but it's kind of realistic to the game <laughs> it can of, happen yeah, yeah and a lot of plot points actually are pretty realistic to real campaigns because like there's a point where like he's talking about plan a plan b plan c plan d see that yeah. felt like D D to me like yes. everyone tr- coming up with a different plan and then they just mesh together and, and some, somehow work, hopefully. Yeah. Somehow yeah. it worked out. Yeah. That that seems like Dungeons and Dragons to me. Yeah, you know? like the creative use of magic. Like I did think the portal, portal gun, it was yeah, so good. Hither yeah. and thither stick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, was, it was cool, but it came out of nowhere, and it was kind of weird yeah. how it just conveniently they I had it. I do like the like when they have to get into the wagon. I like that a lot. Yeah, that that was really I yeah. like I'll excuse the existence of it for that, but like the the special effect for it looked different than like much of the other it, magic. It, it looks straight out of Portal. It, it, yeah. It's a Portal gun. I mean, <laughs> and, and when when he did it, I was just like that's just straight up like you might have copied yeah. some assets and I, it, I swear it sounded exactly like the portal gun too. I was too. thinking that like I don't know if it was like PTSD like flashbacks <laughs> or something, but yeah. But yeah, uh, but I did like when they use it to like get into the uh, yeah, treasure car. That was car. great. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That was creative. That I felt like something that. we do in D anD. d Yeah. Also, like little Bradley Cooper just has that. <laughs> you know, there's like giant Dinklage and giant. Rudd yeah. And giant yeah. Oprah. <laughs> just a little Bradley. Little Bradley Cooper. <laughs> it was that Bradley Cooper. It was. Yeah. Wait, oh yeah. yeah. So that Cooper was uh, Michelle Rodriguez's ex husband, husband or boyfriend, or boyfriend, something, something like that. Wait, he was I, a I, halfling. Yeah. <laughs> How how did you how did you all guys feel about the halfling or the I, gnome portrayal? I felt like it could have been better. He just kind of felt like he was shrunk down. Like yeah. he didn't really feel like a halfling. He just felt like he was just a it, tiny kid, man. Yeah, he felt like he yeah. was a tiny man in a big world. I thing, thought which is technically a halfling, yeah. but still. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> uh, I thought that the there's not a lot of dragonborns in this, but the few that they show. Really well done. Yeah, like yeah, I love how like so I don't know how they mess up just a little person, but <laughs> yeah. it kind of looks bad. Yeah. Well, like the cat people, I thought was oh the cat people. But a lot yeah. of that was that stuff practical. Was cool. yeah. yeah, and yeah. it looked good. The the cat the what Tabaxi yeah uh, when he uh, we're in the spoilers now. So yeah. when yeah. he pulls that baby cat out of the fish's mouth, I'm like. 
That's okay. Oh. That's so a real big cat, baby. <laughs> yeah. So what's funny is I, I'm trying to catch up on Mando, and the little uh, Grogu like thing has gotten so it's like just a little robot that walks everywhere. It's crazy. Yeah. So like when that thing is like kicking and screaming, the the ca- ca- cat I, baby. Yeah, I want to call, call, ba- call, call it a Kashyyyk, but <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah. yeah. That popped they, in my mind when I saw it. I was like Kashyyyk. No, that's not. What yeah, because I heard someone behind us go, "What is that?" And I was like Kashyyyk, and I was like. I don't even know who's behind us. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, uh, but it was like a cool little animatronic thing they did. Um, So some of it like looks really cool. And then some of the CG is just like kind of halfway done. And the little people were kind of like that to me. Like I felt like uh, some of the wild shape was like that too. Even though they did that really cool one shot where she's transforming into like a mouse and a worm and like a. I like that a lot. That was awesome. And then a deer, of course. Yeah. And then a deer. And she did turn into a deer. (laughs) (laughs) See, to me, most of those jokes hit pretty well. um, Because I was a little worried after seeing the trailers. Like it looked like a Jumanji type movie where like. I would like based on the trailers I wouldn't be surprised if they get sucked into the D&D character sheets or something yeah. and they're like oh we're gonna make all these modern like you know quips that only people that are in pop culture get it's not really like that but it is like that you know right. what I mean well I thought because it was done by the same uh it was John Francis Daly who did mm-hmm. Game Night and I can't remember the other guy's name but um, unimportant. Yeah, well, wasn't <laughs> Goldstein? Yes, Jonathan Goldstein. Jonathan Goldstein. Yeah, um, they did game night, and honestly, I felt like I thought that's how it was gonna, gonna yeah. go. Like they were gonna be people in our world, yeah. get sucked into like a game, or at the end, um, they're gonna Mich- Lego movie it. Yeah, yeah, that's I was like expecting. Michelle Rodriguez that. is like dead, and she's just like flips the yeah. or something. She's like, I'm going home to my like, husband and then oh. he's still the same size. <laughs> <It's stuff. Bradley laughs> he's still like short. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been so good. Been good yeah. <laughs> no, I'm actually really glad that like when they started it, when they start the movie, the opening image, it almost looks it looks kind of serious, almost like something out of Game of Thrones or something like high production value. And but then like when they start talking, it's like okay, they're gonna talk like we talk, yeah. which is fine. Which is yeah. how D and D goes. That's yeah. how D and D. I mean, there's a lot to like. Like there, there's a lot of things that feel very D and D ish. But for me, I just had to disconnect with the fantasy because the fantasy part felt generic. Brand. But the actual story felt like I have done. We have all done this yeah. in sessions, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Like that's the part I kind of liked about it. Like it felt like a story we would come up with in D and D, like characters we'd actually play, and like how it it would actually go down in one of our campaigns. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I would obviously be Chris Pine. Yeah, clearly. So I guess they're setting up for like a franchise because they have like they have a little half like reveal of like the the. The, the underdark, li- yeah, the, yeah. Well, the lich guy, yeah, he's, yeah. Like in, he's the in the shadows. Okay. Yeah, so well, seeing that, I was like, oh, so are we just gonna get like every D and D themed thing is like Vecna's the bad guy? Because I don't think that was Vecna. Like they call him a different name at some point. Yeah, just generic insert generic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They probably can't use Vecna anymore because of Stranger oh, Things. <laughs> right, probably not. Well, I don't know because like, well, it's theirs, right? Yeah, yeah. it's theirs. Yeah, it's Hasbro's theirs. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, it's Hasbro's. So. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I don't know. And like, I, I imagine that this will make money. I, I'm a little perplexed by some of the marketing because, like, yeah. we went and saw a special screening of it a week before it comes out, and it's just kind of weird. I think you said Puss in Boots, the uh, Last Wish, did that. Yeah, but like it was a whole month before that. Premiere. Yeah, see, this like, is only a week. This is only a week, so it's not enough to like do any. It's not about focus testing. It's not about 
it might be about getting like word of mouth out there that it's good, but like why not just release it a week before? <laughs> well, well, I mean, I mean just, technically it is. just yeah, like I, I just don't understand. Like it's not so good that like like it's good. Don't get me wrong. I, so I guess their plan is working, but we're not like preaching any all that this is like an amazing film that you have to see as soon as it comes out. I mean, no, nah, it's okay. It's fun. We liked it, but like, so I just don't understand. Like, Last Wish, Puss in Boots, Last Wish, that's like phenomenal movie. Yeah, I understand that because then the word about this, hey, it's actually like one of the better movies that you may have ever seen, right? That's not so much. Yeah, this is funny. Has some funny stuff. Had the deer joke. And I am a sucker, and, and uh, the guys that did Game Night, I'm a sucker for, specifically, for uh, jokes that, like, are really long and drawn out and then have, like, a punchline that's, like, not worth it, like the deer <laughs> joke. I'm kind of a sucker for that. And Game Night is kind of full of those, so uh, Lewis has not seen it yet, but we're, we will baptize him to baptize him into it, yes. <laughs> but, yeah. You're speaking in riddles. Baptize <laughs> yeah, him into it. So how did we feel about Hugh Grant's character, uh, Forge? I oh that's who I would be. I yeah. like him. <laughs> he, he's a rogue. Yeah. I, I, oh I, yes, I was a rogue. Is, I think Forge is a rogue. Yeah, yeah uh, there was a rogue. That's good. I liked him. I thought he was yeah. pretty good. It's funny because yeah. whenever you watch interviews with Hugh Grant, he's like, I have no idea what any of this stuff is. <laughs> <laughs> have you played? He's like, No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I, I like that he was not the real bad guy, but he was kind of like the Ponzi. That's kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. I do like the end though. Yeah, I thought he was like. Like a little bit too much sometimes, but yeah. like he was fun for the most part. Yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of his charm is he's a little over the top and everything, mm. and it doesn't always work. But for me, it worked in this. Like his face on a big air balloon. Yeah, that's something that, that uh, you would do. That I would do. <laughs> I have do done that, that in D and D. We had my yeah. face on a ship at one point. Well, it was like your whole body. Or yeah, something <laughs> was painted on the side. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was Lionel Richie pose. Yeah. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Uh, I hope that's a lot of Richie song. <laughs> <laughs> Just did the Adele yeah. Oh, no, it's Hello, Is It Me You're Waiting For? Oh, not, that's different. Yeah. The other Hello, yeah, yeah. It was like, wait. <laughs> Specifically, yeah. <laughs> Um, I love the people that are like listing in their cars going, why did Adele just come on for like a reset? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, so as far as critters go, I thought uh, Chubby Dragon. Yes. Kind of really fun. fun. Not a pudgy dragon. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. was cool. I liked it. Is that a, I, now I could be mistaken, but isn't that a thing in D&D? Isn't there a pudgy dragon? Uh, you have the, you see, so you have the, dra- that dragon book. I, I would just go with the approach of, oh, I have the dragon stats. I'm just going to make him fat. Yeah. yeah like, to be really funny. Ridiculously yeah. fat. And yeah. just get a character. And I would take the creatures and I would just manipulate them how I want them to be. Right. Yeah. Uh, that is one part I fe- felt like didn't feel like actual D&D, although we would 100% yeah. put a chubby dragon in there. Because like every like podcast, like D&D-related podcast I listen to, always do something yeah. that like doesn't really feel yeah. like it would fit in a serious I mean, I guess that's thing. fair, yeah. So it does kind of work. Like the fat dragon... Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of like what else they did that was kind of ridic- ridiculous. Well, like her turning into a bowel bear. An owl bear. A bowel air. Which I liked. I thought that was cool. It was great, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but, you know, there is the question like, can she do it? 
And then, like, the gelatinous cube. I made the comment, because I have tried before, <laughs> that, you know, I want us to jump into the gelatinous cube knowing that it eventually kills you, right? But thinking maybe if we time it well, and I've been told, no, this movie is all the canon that matters. <laughs> <laughs> and they do, and they don't die, so... And, and maybe we also talk about it is in the scene right before that as yeah, they the... held up the bracelet. All three of these people looked so at me so with disgust and anger. So there's like, magic stopping bracelets. And one of us, one of the DMs in this group is uh, kind of <laughs> notorious for bra uh, necklaces. that uh, Collars is what it, it is. There is no like pomp and circumstance to it it's just like a dog collar <laughs> that keeps your magic from working so um you were prisoners in that opening <laughs> well that's exactly and they're they're prisoners there so like it, it definitely feels like something we would play i guess what i'm kind of disappointed about was it's not like something that you know you hear about all the legendaries that like play games for like 20 years straight play the same character for like decades and I'm like, oh, we, we just kind of goof around. Yeah. This movie was a representation of that. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yep. that, that didn't bother me as much because, like, goofing around is what D&D is for me. Like, uh, what I watch, like, Dungeons and Daddies and um, uh, Critical Role, that's mostly what they do. That's yeah, yeah. kind of... They're just having fun. Yeah. Like, this kind of captured what I feel D&D is for me. Yeah. I mean, what's funny is that's my experience with D&D, but I guess I wanted something that was, like, Hardcore D and D. I guess like stuff like Vox Machina is like a it's a healthy mix of like the goofiness and like the Ser hardcore story story yeah, yeah. stuff. Mm -hmm. I do kind of wish we got more like that character building in this stuff. Yeah, that that's another thing I said too. Like everything is kind of late. Well, okay, not everything is layered. There's a couple of layers to the movie, but they're all kind of shallow. Yeah, like I didn't really feel for the his wife at all. Oh like, no, yeah. Like yeah. in that beginning exposition, like he should not have made that a joke about. Oh, should we get Jonathan in here to hear this? Yeah. yeah. yeah like, also, I like the fact that they were pardoned at the beginning, but oh, yeah. still yes. like escape. That could happen. Because because <laughs> again, things we have done, but also like it it was almost a tonal issue for me. But luckily, yeah. the rest of the movie s sticks to it's in between the kind of seriousness, but always there's a joke on top. And it somewhat works for most of the movie. So it's not a big problem. But, like, when they grab the Jonathan guy and fly out on him, just kind of felt like, oh, boy, we're going to have a problem with seriousness because he just, like, uh, he gave his entire, like, sob story. Yeah. And now he's <laughs> kidnapping a judge yeah. <laughs> and like, jumping out a window. <laughs> I feel like that could have worked if he wasn't, like, making a joke out of his backstory the entire time. I agree. Because right. there were some things, like, uh, that I thought worked well for his character, like him s stealing the gold that uh, the red people, <laughs> what were they called? Uh, uh, red red wizards. Wizards. The red wizards yeah. that they traced. Yeah. I like that. They added that uh, towards the middle of the movie. Yeah, like as like a twist thing. Yeah, like so that he would feel more responsible for his family's uh, suffering. Well, and, and like some of that, uh, uh, like in the middle of his kind of exposition when he's explaining his whole backstory or whatever, some of those scenes I kind of, I kind of wish that instead of having him explain them, they had kind of just let those play out mm -hmm. somewhat naturally. Because, like, Hugh Grant at one point, like, when um, it's, like, after the Red Wizards, like, do their thing, and then he's about to go and, and get the tablet or whatever. Yeah. Like, he steps outside his, like, hut, and Hugh Grant kind of follows him out and, like, has a talk with him. But we don't hear that conversation. We just hear Chris Pine or Edgins, like, mm -hmm. you know, 
um, his recap of like that conversation. I'm like, that could have been a cool yeah. scene where you get like, you know, a little more, you maybe feel a little more of the betrayal yes. from Hugh Grant's mm-hmm. character. Because they, they have a strong bond yeah. and you yeah. don't really see that. Like yeah. it could have been cool if like, you know, he, <clears throat> he actually does like convince him and in a way us, the audience are also somewhat convinced. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It yeah. did kind of feel like uh, his betrayal kind of, kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Like just kind of felt like, oh, I'm a, I'm evil now. So you yeah. Know. Which I, again, I still have the same like problem, but also respect because I have done things like that. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, <laughs> by the way, I'm betraying you. Yeah. Ha, you know. <laughs> so, but but same. I felt like if that opening would have been stretched to be like instead of near all narration, like twenty minutes of like just it happening, and mm. then and then you could like go into narration of him like sitting on the bed telling the news cellmate the story and then uh michelle rodriguez can knock him out or whatever yeah. with a potato <laughs> yeah with a potato <laughs> yeah. yeah that yeah. was a little different when we actually had the opening image on i presume uh orc or half orc uh, mm-hmm. in the prison and then we led up to chris pine's character and michelle rodriguez's character but i was like wait is i after seeing those first couple minutes i was like yes this half orc is coming back for revenge but never shows up again. You never really see any orcs, really. Yeah. Maybe in the background. It's kind of like Dragonborn. Like in the background, you see them. Mm-hmm. One of them's a judge, but like one of them's a beggar. Who's yeah. yeah. But I, I wanted to see like one be in the party just because it looks so good. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of hope like if this does do well, like we get a sequel and they do kind of more wackier races. Like we have like a Dragonborn yes. and like or, a fairy a, and a turtle. Well, because well, yeah. like the tiefling was just uh, elephantine. Yeah. It, it was just the. It was just a was girl just with horns and with horns, and they don't like they don't do tail. anything to make her like. Like she's not red like some of the tieflings, or right? Anything. She yeah. got red hair. She has red hair and no soul. Ha, yeah, sorry. she just looks human <laughs> and like you know with horns. And that's yeah, like but but I thought the horns looked good. And, they did, yeah. Um, okay, yeah, she's attractive. So yeah. yeah, so I I was fine with it. I thought it worked. But could she have like a uh, different color skin? Sure, but. I, I thought it worked. I thought it was fine. Yeah. Or like tanned her up a little bit at least. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Maybe <laughs> maybe that's how tieflings look. That's that's what yeah. we were talking about. Yeah. Like maybe all tieflings are just pasty gingers. Like <laughs> aren't tieflings like kind of orange? They're like reddish, right? They well, got like reddish, so red, like purple. It depends where red, they're from. There's purple. There's blue. I think yeah. I think there's they expanded like the entire list. So I, yeah, I don't yeah. even know. Yeah. I, I played a black want. tiefling. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess they can be any color. Yeah. Yeah. They can. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're good, Sophie. <laughs> yeah, but uh, just ended racism. But that being said, <laughs> yes, we we, we did. can't cut that out. No, 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 no. we can't because we ended racism. You yes. have a duty to the people. Now. Yes, yeah. uh, he said duty. Uh, <laughs> no, I would say like to the Bev point, like just making them look a little more interesting would be cool because like literally the five main party. All of them are just dudes and girls. Yeah. Like, and don't get me wrong. That is t- really what winds up happening in most parties anyway. <laughs> well, but you always have the one elephantine or, like, this guy's a fairy. And I mean, like, yeah. in the D&D sense. <laughs> well, I don't know. Because, like, in most of our campaigns, like, there were some You, you some do fairy, campaigns. too. It, it, that was the first one. That's, yeah. true. That's true. Like, Cal Skyrata. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, because, like, there are, like, and I know in, like, the first couple of campaigns we did, I don't think anyone was human at all. 
That's which is no weird. One? No one, yeah. I, that's true. I was a half orc. You had gnome. You had half orc. You had. Uh, no, you were a lizard folk. Oh, it, oh, in that first in one, that I thought you meant in your campaign. Well, yeah, yeah. In our, like even in our yeah. campaign, I don't, I don't, can't think of anyone. Who well, humans the most boring, right? But that, that is my point. Well, is like no, in the I movie. Think, I think oh, there was only one human. In yeah. That one. See, but, in, in um, the movie, I get, like, it's cheaper, yeah. <laughs> but also, like, just throw in a Dragonborn. That would yeah. be great. Because I, I looked at the budget, and it's, like, a $151 million. Yeah. And uh, that's one more million than Shazam Fury of the Gods had. Yeah. And it feels like it, because it, it feels grander. M- most of the CG is really well done, and yeah. then there are some parts, like the lava in some parts, don't right. look very good. Yeah. But I will say it looks better than Shazam Fury of the Gods. Yeah. Furry of the I, guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I have trouble saying that word, so I don't fight it yeah. now. So the I, one I would say one of my favorite parts in there uh, or creatures that appear is that statue that becomes animated. Yeah, I really like that statue because that looked yeah. really cool. Uh, that whole like ending fight scene with the main red uh, wizard. Yeah, like uh, where they're all jumping her at once. Oh yeah, like, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. hands they yeah. arm wrestle. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the action econ- economy suddenly yeah. became the parties in the. It's in yeah. the party's favor now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what I didn't like about the ending, and we were talking a little bit about it, was when uh, they start throwing, they use the portal gun to throw tr- Hugh Grant's treasure out to lure the people that are about <laughs> oh, to be yeah. killed out of the stadium. And we're just like, they're not running from the big baddie coming down. All that red smoke, that all that red poisonous smoke. They're not running away from the smoke. They're running to the goal. That's also, from the rocks, the gold. Yeah. Rocks yeah. Also, the get pelted. One person gets hit on the noggin with a golden vase and done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. The ending. What What's beautiful about it is everything kind of feels like something I've played before. Yeah. So that's why, like, you know, right on you, whoever wrote this, because that means either we're doing something right or they're also <laughs> doing something wrong. John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein. Well yeah. Done. <laughs> the, their campaigns must go like our campaigns. Right. Um, I also like how uh, they reflected that, like, you know, they have four or five plans, and they're really just two plans. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and you get going, well, plan A has a stink to it. <laughs> I feel like I've said those kind of things before. So. Yeah. so that's how I know it's true to the game. So Yeah. So, yeah. It's really fun. Yeah, I thought it was fun. I d- definitely, uh, I like what you said about it's something that I would watch. I'd probably watch it again with friends, like, yes. maybe in a couple years, like, just sitting around watching stuff. Uh Definitely a fun time, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if I would pay money for it again. Cause Probably not. Yeah. If it was free to watch and hanging out with friends, yeah, I'd do yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, same. But yeah, so that's our review on Dungeons & Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Yeah. It only took me this podcast to learn <laughs> the name. Uh, and I don't know, maybe we'll see some spinoffs is what I'm thinking, right? I hope. I hope so, honestly. I would, yeah. I'd be down to watch a, a second one. Yeah, you know how I'm usually against like everything being a series, and I'd rather have movies. This could have been not not this particular storyline. I think this works way yeah. better as a movie than a series. Yeah. But D and D is, I think, prime for a series. Well, yeah. like that's why you have on Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah. that's why I got Vox Machina. Yeah. And, yeah, you like that what I did there? No, I, said, I love prime it for a series. Yeah, and on Prime, there's a series. Yeah, it's your last time on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is my last time. You'll be back. Trust me. We'll see. We'll see. Only comment below. This time. Yeah, comment below if you want. I've said Steven dumber things in real life. That is <laughs> today. Yeah, today. That is true but yeah so uh thank you guys for watching 
and uh, make sure you comment, like, subscribe, all that nice stuff. Uh, if you like D&D, let us know, both the movie and just the game. <laughs> yeah, let us know your uh, favorite classes you enjoy playing or any wacky stories that has happened in your games. Yes, and why is it Rogue? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, did we talk about that? Chris Pine is just a rogue. I think we did. Well, yeah, we did. We did. We did. Like he, he just plays it. He plays Bard exactly like a rogue. So kind of like how our friend uh, (laughs) played. Yeah. If there's a sequel, Chris Pine needs spells in the sequel. He's like, I can do magic now. I learned that. Yeah. (laughs) I I realized I learned I can do spells. Well, I will say the first time I played a rogue, I actually asked the DM to change the archetype because I picked whatever I picked. It wasn't magic, and I was the only person on the team without magic, which I thought was cool, right? Uh, but then we're fighting a bunch of lin- liches and stuff. I need magic. So yeah. I was like, can I change my archetype? He's like, yeah. So <laughs> then I did the arcane trickster, and now yeah. that's what I do. So, But, yeah, so uh, thank you guys for watching. We'll see you next time. Bye. Adios. Wasn't it stay frosty? Is that your new Stay name? frosty. <laughs> so peas out wasn't a thing that stuck, I guess. Did I say peas out? Well, I think I did the very first episode. All right. <laughs> stay frosty out there, folks. <laughs> you can do peas out now. Peas. Peas. Peas and <laughs> carrots. Peas and carrots. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Stop! Stop! Cut, cut, cut!